Welcome to the Tales of Africa podcast with your host, Richmond Setrana. Today, we have a very wonderful young guest in our studios all the way from Botswana, and she goes by the name Lesedi. I don't think I can pronounce her surname, so I'll let her go ahead and do that when I give her the opportunity to introduce herself. So Lesedi is a young teacher, she's an author, she's a poet, and she's a rapper. One person doing it all, doing everything by herself. So I'll let her tell us a little bit about herself, the awards that she's won, what her journey has been like, and I'll dive right into today's session. So welcome to our studios, Lesedi. It's an honor to have you. Thank you so much, Richmond. I'm also very honored to be on your show today. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what you do? Anything you think our listeners should know? Yes, my name is Lesedi Khayemelwe, and I am a 36-year-old teacher by profession. I'm a born-again Christian, and I have just authored a book. It's been a year now since the book has been published. It's called Little Wana Stories, and it's a children's book, which by far has won an African Honorary Award for 2021. It has also been nominated and is a finalist in the Mulher Ford African Literature Award 2022. The book has also been translated to Setswana, pending other minority languages by the Botswana Bible Society, a very reputable Bible society in my country that translates Bibles as well. And the book has also been translated to Braille by the Muchudi Resource Center for the Blind, which is the only resource center for the blind people in my country as well. So, so far the book has accumulated uh, quite uh, impressive uh, accolades, I must say. Wow, that's very good to hear. So we'll go into the book later. But let me first ask by saying that you are a teacher, you are an author, you are a poet, you are a rapper. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so how do you balance this or how are you able to balance all these things? They are part of who I am. I'm very artistic. I'm an arts enthusiast. So it's part of what I do. Um, I love doing these artistic uh, things. I'm a performance artist. So I love writing a lot, a lot of songs. I rap, I dance. I enjoy doing it. So it's not really much of a having to balance it out type of thing. It's not a job or a chore for me. It's something I love doing, so I just do it, I would say, naturally. Yes, there's a lot of work I have to put into my work because I need to I need to take out, out their work that is admirable and something that is polished. But for me, it's something I really enjoy doing, so it's, I wouldn't really say I really have to balance it out that much. I, don't, I wouldn't really also say that I'm much of a busy person <laughs> since... Um, there's so much more that I, I I feel I still have to do, so I'm not yet I'm not yet a busy person. Okay, that's awesome. So, can you give us some instances like when do you get to rap? Do you rap at shows or at church, or when do you do your poets? You do your your poets thing and then your rapping and all that. When do you do those things? Yes, I usually do my raps and my music at church during music shows. I also do it for my page my my facebook page where i sometimes record and post the work on my social media and i also do the same thing with my poetry and dance as well i also do it when i'm helping out other people who do the same thing i'm also a a a children's church dance and music coach so i also do it in that way as well when i'm teaching as well oh that's really great to hear so that's that's very impressive and 
um i want to know has this always been you said this has always been a part of you right but i want to know is this like from the very beginning did you always know that this is what you wanted to do or there are some habits or some passions that you picked along the way when you were setting out as a young as a young child what did you envision in your mind that you want to do in the future what did you really envision yes from from a very very young age i've always loved music and performance arts so i'd say it's something that's always been a part of me even with my profession i think the first uh job that i wanted to do was become a teacher so it's something that's always been a part of me i think today i'm just doing it almost naturally oh that's that's really awesome and what's inspi- what has inspired this journey have you had supportive parents and a enabling environment that have kind of given you the opportunity to be able to nurture some of these passions and turn them into dreams you know young people dream young girls are now dreaming of doing things that in their past were regarded as oh this is a boys thing and so they were not really giving much attention to it so did you really have that kind of support from family from friends and from your environment yes i've always had a very supportive environment at home my parents and my family support my art and my work and also at church i remember when i wrote my first rap song they received it quite well so i've also had a very uh, supportive uh, background at church as well and at school when we're still in university we do all these things and we'd go to shows and and i i would say i had a very supportive a supportive background yes Oh, that's awesome that's awesome so now let's talk about your book okay it's called little nguana stories so what's the meaning of nguana is that like a botswana language what does it mean yes yeah, so little nguana stories it's nguana nguana is nguana. Uh, okay. i believe it's botswana and also nguni nguni dialect is an african northern african uh, uh, uh language it's, it's nguana meaning child so it's a little nguana story okay little child stories yes okay so what's the message that the, the book tries to portray and what's the inspiration behind the book so this is a collection of eight stories that are all fiction although some of the places and some of the names that are mentioned in there are a reality to me i've mentioned towns there that have had an impact in my upbringing and i've also mentioned names of some of my forefathers in it but it's mostly fiction so this uh, book these stories are centered around my faith i believe in the salvation of jesus christ so it's mainly also surround, uh, centered around that mainly but it also features stories that are there to empower children are there to empower children against social ills that are facing today such as gender based violence and also they also to motivate children to be strong and have faith and be fearless wow that's really awesome that's really awesome and also if I, i believe that the book has also been translated into other languages other botswana languages am i right by the botswana bible society yes so far it has been translated into setswana and it's pending other minority languages all right so yeah. how does that make you feel do you, do you ever think your book will have this much of an impact when you set out to write a book what kind of impact did you envision in your mind that this book is going to have yes i did imagine that the book was going to be of great entertainment to children i didn't know that it was going to be translated into so many languages and also have formats such as braille but i i in in inwardly i knew that it was going to really be a big book 
So <laughs> it makes me feel amazing. I'm I'm very grateful for this and I'm glad that I I didn't just leave it in my mind that I actually went out and and wrote these stories and published them. That's really great to hear. So are there other books on the way or is this the only one that you think is this, for now is this the only one you're going to write or the other books that are in the pipeline coming? Yes, so Little Mona Stories, if you see the book title there, it's written Little Mona Stories first series. So that's the first eight stories. There are more stories that I'm going to publish going on. For now, I'm still marketing and boosting this first series. And I will be doing more series as time goes on. I'll, I'll, I'm going to continue telling these stories for sure. I won't stop. All right. So you, you mentioned that the book has been translated into Braille. Am I right? So what, what brought about this initiative? So after after Botswana Bible Society decided to translate it into Setswana and also the book being endorsed by Victoria Joel who is who is a, a specialist in children living with disabilities I I just came up with the idea that the book is already going out there to people who are who are hidden in, into into the world of the minority so I might as well also include Braille. So I came up with the initiative myself to also interpret, uh, the, to, to, to also translate the book into Braille. All right. That's really great to hear. So how, how challenging has it been, the Braille, translating it into Braille and all that? It, it wasn't challenging at all. They were very receptive of it because uh, very few, very little literature actually out there is translated into Braille. So they were very receptive of it. They were very happy. So it wasn't difficult at all. Oh, all right. That's nice. So what has been the biggest challenge for you so far on this journey, being a teacher, being an author, a poet, a rapper? What has been your biggest challenge so far? Uh, well, I, would, I wouldn't say challenge as per se, but I would say the goal the goal of this uh, of my book here is to have it uh adopted by major sponsors so that it can go out into the world it, it can go out into industries go out into institutions get adopted by you know my government governments in other countries and really have it spread like wildfire that is my goal so instead of challenge i would say the goal i haven't yet reached where i want the book to go I'm working towards having it go there. Yes. All right, that's awesome. But I, I think let me reframe. Let me rephrase the question. So, like, maybe did you face any stumbling block on this journey? Not just writing the book per se, but like who you are as a person, the kind of journey that you've had so far. Have you had to face any stumbling block, and how did you overcome such a stumbling block? Or for you, probably it's been smooth sailing through councils. Oh no, it wasn't smooth sailing. Okay, so there were there were challenges. Like I I had to select an illustrator for the book, someone who would uh, work at a speed that I want to work at, and also someone who would interpret the the pictures and the illustrations the way I wanted them to. So I had to go through a couple of illustrators until I got to the one who worked well with me, and. Um, Yes, yeah, I would say that that was the stumbling block. But yes, I did eventually find an illustrator that worked well with me. All right. So can you tell us a little bit about the the awards, any awards you've won so far, any recognition, special recognition so far? I think you mentioned this at the beginning, but I wanted to kind of go a little bit deeper into that. Was there a nomination? Did you have to apply for it? And how did it go? 
how proud are your parents and your family all that all right so the award this i have i have only one award so far that i won the african honorary 2021 authors award i submitted my work and then i was honored yeah that's all i wow that's nice (laughs) Yes. I'm sure your parents, your friends, your church, family, everybody must be very proud of you. Yes, everybody is so proud of me at church. They honored me as well at home. They're so proud of me. Everybody's just happy around me. Wow, that's really, really great to hear. So I know our listeners, we have a lot of young people listening to us, especially females who are inspired by your story, who also want to go on and then do great things and do amazing things in spite of all odds, in spite of whatever challenges that they may face. So if you are supposed to leave them with a message, what message do you have for young people, especially females who are listening to you today? I would advise young people and females today to not quit. Just keep gathering your content. If it is a song, if it's songs, it is if it is writing plays, if it is producing just keep gathering your content until you have enough resources to publish or to release it into the market. So just keep going. Don't stop. It helps you so that finally when you get to to release your work, you just have a little, you just add a little more to it to have a package that is complete. So just keep at it, keep pushing, but make sure that your work is also polished. Make sure that it is also original and Try not to also try not to compete. Be as original as you can, because there can only be one you, and your work can only be the way that it is coming from the original you. So that's the advice that I'd give to the young people and the females out there. All right, Lesedi, thank you so much. Let me ask you one last question before I leave you. So, if someone wants to purchase your book, how how do they get it? Yes. Yeah, so currently, you can call or WhatsApp. Plus two six seven seven one four four two four one zero, or you can go on Facebook and look for Little Nwana Stories and leave a message a message there. On Instagram, Holy underscore Mrepa. Yes, and the book will be out on Amazon in January, where it will be accessible to be bought online. But so far, they can just use the number plus two six seven. All right, let's say it's a real honor to have you today. I really enjoyed our session today. I'm inspired. I myself, I have a lot of dreams and aspirations I want to achieve, and you've just given me the motivation I need to go out there and achieve it all. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, I know you've picked a thing or two from today's interview with Lesedi. Kindly stay tuned for more content from Africa. This has been Tales Africa Podcast. We'll catch you again another time. Bye bye.